Welcome everybody, Hump Day Stream. It's going to be a fun show. We got a lot to talk about and let's pray to the Starlink gods. Come on, Elon. Don't mess with my stream tonight. Let's hope the uh, connection stays good. So, on deck, we've got um, shooting in Nevada, Iranian cyber attacks, Taylor Swift name, person of the freaking year by Time Magazine. <laughs> Taylor Swift, person of the year for what? Doing absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, RFK Jr. speaking on him flying on a couple of Epstein jets. Got some thoughts on that. Got a fight over the 702, what the FBI uses to conduct warrantless surveillance and wiretapping. There's a fight going on over the 702 in Congress. Joe Biden saying some dumb stuff. Trump on Hannity last night saying some funny stuff. And a bunch of other topics thrown in there too. So without further ado, let's... Uh, Go ahead and get right into it after this word from today's sponsor. <sighs> Burr. Huh? What the f- don't waste your money on your electricity bills. With this handy device from eSaver Watt, you can reduce the amount of dirty electricity running through your home and save yourself money on your electricity bills. It works in homes, apartments, and offices. All you need to do is plug it into an outlet near your breaker box. With its magnetic filter technology, it removes carbon from the electrical circuit, not only working to lower your electricity bills, but also working to lower the EMF waves produced by your appliances. And it protects and prolongs the life of your appliances too. Place your order now and get 65% off. Hassle free returns and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to don'twastepower.com to take advantage of this deal and get your e-saver watt today. All right, getting right into it here. We have, we had an active shooter, multiple victims at the University of Nevada in Las Vegas today. Looks like there were two or three people shot. The one suspect has been uh, contain, they say. I think he was killed, shot dead. Really don't know if this had false flag vibes around it or whether it was just one dude going crazy, but I fully expect in Nevada, probably the governor is going to come out with a statement on gun control in the coming days. Expect that. Iran. Breaches by Iran. Hackers span multiple U.S. states. I think one of those states was Pennsylvania. They were going after the uh, water authority there, municipal water authority in Pennsylvania. Um, myself and many others in recent weeks have been sounding the alarms that we could very well see. Uh, that could be the Black Swan election year event, whether it is not, uh, foreign actors or deep state actors that try to paint themselves as looking like from another country and conducting a false flag. But yeah, they can't do the scamdemic again. Nobody's buying their climate change bullshit. So cyber attack targeting essential infrastructure and possibly our financial system. Just things to be aware of. But there we go. There we go. Uh, Taylor Swift Named Person of the Year by Time Magazine. 
Real quick, one thing on Time Magazine. Time Magazine is owned by a billionaire tech bro out of San Francisco. And this billionaire tech bro happens to be on the board of trustees of the World Economic Forum. Big surprise. You don't say. So, Taylor Swift named person of the freaking year. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Why is that? It's a political push. It's absolutely a political push. Taylor Swift is just another puppet, another pawn in the game. And she got into a relationship with this NFL guy. It's all the media, sports media, people were talking about for a month or two. Oh my gosh, Taylor Swift and Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey dating. So now Taylor Swift's super popular. Time Magazine calls her person of the year. They're really just getting her, getting her talked about, getting her popular. And what's going to happen? Election year, her and her BFF, Travis Kelsey, are going to come out with a big political get out the vote push. And they're just pandering. They're pandering to Gen Z. They're pandering to all the teens and people in their early 20s that are obsessed with Taylor Swift. And they're going to get hit with, uh, it's just social engineering. Social engineering in action, targeting our youth. So I fully expect in summer 2024, maybe March next year, within a few months, they're going to roll this chick out for political purposes. That's all it is. So it's pretty obvious when you look at it. Seriously. Um, on to Thomas Massey, Representative Thomas Massey. Man, this guy's got some stones on him. And you got to respect how he is truly pushing for an America First agenda, and he is not trying to give any money to foreign countries, foreign countries including Ukraine and Israel. Thomas Massey posted this tweet yesterday. Congress these days, American patriotism? No, Congress these days, Zionism? Yes. <laughs> and he got uh, attacked hard by the mainstream media, calling him anti-Semitic, Israel Jew hater, all you know, all that sort of shit. When God forbid you don't want to send fourteen billion dollars over to Israel, and you think we should be using that money here in America, I guess that makes you a Jew hater, an anti-Semitic, wanting people to figure out their own problems. I guess. Thomas Massey seems to be one of the very few, very few solid dudes who just doesn't want to sell this country out to uh, foreign lobbyists, right? So go him. Biden impeachment inquiry vote to be held next week. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson announced at a press conference yesterday that he plans to hold a vote next week on launching a formal impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. So this is oh, all the all the steps needed here. You got to vote on whether to hold a vote, on whether to hold a vote to inquire about possibly voting on impeaching Joe Biden. I don't know. But, hey, at least the process is getting moving. If you want to look at it with a positive angle there, but, yes, coming weeks impeachment talk of joe biden will be uh 
a hot topic. So it's a very good thing. Now let's get into that Epstein stuff. RFK Jr. on Jesse Waters' show last night was speaking about his uh, flights on Jeffrey Epstein's planes. Let's play a few seconds of this. We'll see what he has to say. You weren't ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993, and I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with. So I'm not going to play the whole thing because he just gets very detailed in his two trips he took on Jeffrey Epstein's planes. Now, a few things to say about this. Number one, the flights he took back in 1993, that was a long time ago. I think that was before Epstein even had his island. And Jeffrey Epstein had a lot of planes. So RFK Jr. didn't go to the island and he didn't fly on the big... Lolita Express plane, just because RFK Jr. took a flight on some of Jeffrey Epstein's jets doesn't mean RFK Jr. was involved in that kind of shit. Donald Trump took a flight on one of Jeffrey Epstein's planes once. But Donald Trump went from Florida, I think, up to New Jersey, just like one time on one of Jeffrey Epstein's small, smaller planes. So what I think RFK Jr. here is doing is that he knows that some shit's going to come out soon about Epstein. The flight logs are... In the news, hot topic, Senator Marsha Blackburn's trying to subpoena for the flight logs. We're going to be learning some stuff sometime soon about Jeffrey Epstein and his flight logs. So what RFK Jr. here is just trying to get ahead of the story. Just make sure his name is clear, put it all out there, and say, yep, I flew on him twice, but I wasn't involved in that creepy stuff. So I'm seeing some people not, not understanding that, that... They're automatically assuming because RFK Jr. flew on an Epstein plane that that means he was involved. When it's like, dude, Trump flew on an Epstein plane once, but, you know, not, it's, <laughs> there's context here. Context matters and details matter. So RFK Jr. clearly trying to keep himself clear, get ahead of the story before Epstein flight log stuff comes out. Um, and still on... Epstein, a couple more stories on that. So I just mentioned Senator Marsha Blackburn has been trying to subpoena for Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. I think it was the end of last week was when Marsha Blackburn tried to subpoena for them. It was Senator Dick Durbin who blocked that, blocked Marsha Blackburn's subpoenaing of Epstein's flight logs. He was asked about it today. Please tell me we have a video here. Okay, I haven't even seen this video yet. Let's play it. Chairman Durbin, can I ask you a quick question? Um, why won't you subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs? So, who are you? Hillary Vaughn with Fox. With Fox, of course. Uh, I don't know anything about his flight logs. But why won't you subpoena them? Why don't you want to know? I don't know the issue. I know who Epstein was. But I certainly don't know anything about the issue. Well, he was charged with sex trafficking, so why don't you want to know who was utilizing never his private plane? Never been raised by anyone. Well, Senator Blackburn has wanted to subpoena them, and there hasn't been a vote in your committee. He said a word to me. Not what an odd thing to say. <laughs> what? He said, nobody has been talking about it. Dude, 
Senator Marshall Blackburn's been tweeting about this a lot, incessantly over the last week, and even put out a statement that Dick Durbin was blocking her subpoenaing of Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. And yeah, obviously, Epstein charged with sex trafficking years ago. Why not get these flight logs out? Dick Durbin says, oh, I don't know anything about them. Well, that's why you subpoena for them, so you get to know something about them. What is this dude hiding? Dick frickin' Durbin. And then just the other day, what was it, Dick Durbin saying that we should allow illegal immigrants into the military? Because, oh yeah, the military's having recruiting issues, so uh, we need to allow illegal immigrants into the military to fix their recruiting issues. Um, maybe if America wasn't constantly getting into all these foreign ridiculous wars or if the military wasn't doing their woke recruiting or mandating the COVID shot, well, uh, maybe they wouldn't be having recruiting issues. Oh my God, Dick Durbin. One of the worst. And <laughs> straight up, <laughs> that, you know, there's times and places to play stupid. That's not one of those times and places to play stupid and definitely not an issue to play stupid about. Dick frickin' Durbin. What a dick. Uh, and then it looks like Marsha Blackburn was confronting Chris Ray over the FBI not releasing Epstein's flight logs. Uh, this was at a hearing yesterday. Senate Judiciary Committee hearing yesterday morning. Chris Ray was there. Marsha Blackburn asked him about Epstein's flight logs. Her book publisher. You clearly don't want to talk about that one either. So I have filed an amendment issuing a subpoena to Justice Sotomayor's staff who helped to sell her books as well as to her book publisher so we can fully understand the backstory of these deals. And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I've filed. A subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it is very important that we identify everybody that was on that plane and how many trips they took on that plane and so this clip looks like it was from about a month ago. This was not from that hearing yesterday. Although, it shows that Dick Durbin's a raging jackass because clearly Marshall Blackburn has been talking about it for a long time. So what's he mean that, oh, nobody's been speaking about it? Um, although, ah, here's the clip from yesterday. Okay. I want to know why or what, you, what awareness you have of the FBI's failure to investigate these claims. And I want to get you on the record, since numerous survivors have said the FBI did not show up to help them, uh, what specifically has the FBI done to investigate the claims that Epstein's and others participated in, produced, possessed, and distributed CSAM? Well, first, let me say I uh, recall uh, very well that you have a, a very specific and longstanding interest, uh, not just in child sexual exploitation, but in human trafficking uh, as, a, as a cousin of that. 
uh, and we appreciate your focus on it and your support uh, of the importance of that part of our mission. As to the Epstein case specifically, I will tell you it's been a while since I looked at that case. Obviously, we worked together with prosecutors to bring charges yeah. before he... Um, I realize yeah. that. Yeah. But what we need from you is a complete investigation of why the FBI did not take this up and then getting to the bottom of what is appearing to be an enormous sex trafficking ring and listening to these survivors. You know, and as I said, I've tried to get the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, good questions there. What you doing, FBI? We want to know. Anyway, a lot more to be said about that. Uh, and then on to the 702 fight. So FBI director makes a plea for 702 reauthorization without a warrant requirement. So the uh, section 702 of the FISA Act, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, is set to expire at the end of the year unless it's reauthorized by Congress. Now, this is the this is the part of FISA that was abused during Trump's Russiagate scandal during Trump's term one around 2017, 2018. This was what those deep state cronies were using to wiretap Trump and Trump associates without a warrant. And it's likely been used many other times in many other cases by various three-letter agencies to uh, conduct warrantless surveillance and wiretapping of everyday Americans. So there's a big fight going on right now. And it's funny how you have people like the certain Democrats on the Intel Committee warning that we need to, we need to reauthorize it to allow the warrantless wiretapping. Top Intel Democrat warns Congress of a potential lapse in warrantless spy powers amid quibbling over 702. Here's fake news media Politico with an article last week. The United States used its Section 702 spy tool to disrupt Iran's weapons program. Okay, maybe they did, but how many times has Section 702 been abused? And clearly the media and the uh, their Democrat friends are trying to make this huge case that we need 702 and it's terrible that people in Congress are trying to curtail the intelligence agency powers in abusing Section 702. So uh, big fight going on right now over it. Looks like they only have three weeks to reauthorize it or not. We'll see what happens. All right, some Joe Biden clips here. <sighs> Let's see what this ass clown has to say. Well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory. Then we'll have something that we don't seek and that we don't have today. American troops fighting Russian troops. American troops fighting Russian troops if he moves into other parts of NATO. What did he say? Hold on. Well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory. Then we'll have something that we don't seek and that we don't have today. American troops fighting Russian troops. Is he trying to make a case 
for giving Ukraine more money by threatening that American troops could fight Russian troops if we don't? Is that what's happening here? No shit. He might be. I think that's what this press conference was about. <clears throat> this cannot wait. Congress needs to pass supplemental funding for Ukraine before they break for the holiday resources. Simple as that. Frankly, I think it's stunning that we've gotten to this point in the first place. Stunning, indeed. Is this real life? What is happening here? I don't know why he's begging Congress to pass supplemental funding for Ukraine when this Asklon's administration just today announced $175 million more million in arms and equipment for Ukraine. $175 million more. Although that's just a drop in the bucket compared to the $100 billion? What? Who even knows at this point? It's got to be over $100 billion, but the exact number is anyone's guess. I think all we're going to get is a guess. Is, is he asking Congress for more money on top of the $175 million today? On top of the $100 billion already? God. God. And along with the $175 million more for Ukraine, I guess today Biden said he just approved another almost $5 billion in student debt cancellation for 80,000 Americans. Huh. Higher education should provide Americans with opportunity, not burdens of debt. Uh, yeah, I agree there, but that's an issue with the for-profit universities that we have charging up the ass for their uh, second-rate education. And, you know, if people want to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go get brainwashed at a college, then that's on them. That's their choice. But canceling $5 billion in student debt. Whew. Uh, what, what? That's just not going into thin air. Where's that going? Where's that debt getting burdened onto now? Us? You? Me? Yeah. All right. Good job, Joe. Everybody hates Joe. Nobody likes Joe. House Oversight Committee tweeted today, Hunter Biden has to appear for his deposition on December 13th. Ooh-wee! That's one week. Next week, next Wednesday, Hunter Biden's going to be appearing for his deposition. And uh, if he doesn't, James Comer and Jim Jordan are going to initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. And I believe, isn't this uh, public too? I don't think this is closed door. I think this is a public deposition, or it will be publicized. <laughs> that should be fun. That should be fun. I think Hunter Biden's pur purposely trying to tank his family. I think he hates his dad. I think he's purposely been trying to uh, destroy the Biden crime family. <laughs> I think there's an argument to be made for that. So... Go Hunter. All right. Now we got Trump on Hannity last night. A couple of good quotes from this one. Here, he's talking about Joe Biden 
possibly not making it as the uh, left-wing candidate. What does he mean by this? So critical of Joe Biden. And of course, he is struggling cognitively. I can't think of, in the last couple of months, any appearance that he has had where he wasn't either mumbling or bumbling or stumbling or having no clue where to go, where to exit. Now, my question is, do you think in 11 months he will be their candidate? I personally don't think he makes it. OK, I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really. I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this, I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. And who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, but it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that. He said, I'd like to take him behind the... He could say that, and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, he's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard we have, in, not only in the law, but just about everything else, as you know very well. Um, I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children to lift. You can lift it like that. Uh, and mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe worse. But I don't know. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Office that are evil people, bad people, smart people, young, vicious. They're communists and they're bad. Who, they're who do you think? <laughs> This one's my favorite quote from last night. Trump talking about being a dictator on day one. Joking, of course. Maybe. Oh, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not no, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm it. gonna be I'm gonna be, you know, he keeps we love this guy. He says, You're not gonna be a dictator, are you? I said, No, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies <laughs> when you were president. That's All right. exactly <laughs> All right, I'm for it. Just go scorched earth on day one. <laughs> yeah, funny. Also, I read today that Joe Biden's team or his campaign or maybe it was his uh, head of his campaign said that Joe Biden doesn't know if he's going to be debating Trump next year for the presidential debates. We, m we might not get presidential debates. Joe Biden might not make it to the presidential debates. Uh, we'll see if that even happens. I don't know. Would love to see him, though. Okay, then we got Kosh Patel on Steve Bannon's show. Here's a gold clip from that one. Talking about if he becomes Trump's next CIA director, he is going to go after the media. Highly confident that when you go back and is uh, a senior member of this uh, uh, administration, President Trump's administration, starting in the afternoon of the 20th of January of 2025, 
Uh, do you feel conf- confident that you will be able to deliver the goods, that we can have serious prosecutions and accountability? And I want the Morning Joe producers that watch us and all the producers that watch us, this is just not rhetoric. We're absolutely dead serious. We're not. You, you cannot have a constitutional republic and allow what these uh, deep staters have done to the country. The deep state, the administrative state, the fourth branch of government never mentioned in the Constitution is going to be taken apart brick by brick. And the people that did these evil deeds will be held accountable and prosecuted, criminal prosecutions. Uh, Cash, I, I know you're probably going to be head of the CIA, but do you believe that you can deliver the goods on this in a pretty short, in a pretty short order of the first couple of months so we can get rolling on prosecutions? Yes, we got the bench for it, Bannon, and you know those guys. I'm not going to go out there and say their names right now so the radical left-wing media can terrorize them. But, excuse me, the one thing we learned in the Trump administration the first go-around is we got to put in all-America patriots top to bottom. And we got them for law enforcement. We got them for intel collection. We got them for offensive operations. We got them for DOD, CIA, everywhere. And the one thing we will do that they never will do is we will follow the facts and the law and go to courts of law and correct these justices and lawyers who have been prosecuting these cases based on politics and actually issuing them as lawfare. We will go out and find the conspirators, not just in government, but in the media. Yes, we're going to come after the people in the media who lied about American citizens, who helped Joe Biden rig presidential elections. We're going to come after you, whether it's criminally or civilly, we'll figure that out. But yeah, we're putting you all on notice. And Steve, this is why they hate us. This is why we're tyrannical. This is why we're dictators. Nice. Could you imagine that? Cash Patel is head of the CIA. That'd be dope. And yeah, obviously, if Cash Patel was head of the CIA, he would freaking know who the shills in the media are because they've been the ones being handled by the CIA. So that'd be quite easy. And look, oh my gosh, New York Times. Oh man, a new Trump administration will come after the media, says Cash Patel. Donald Trump, who's already promised to use the Justice Department to go after his political adversaries, is expected to install Mr. Patel in his senior role if he returns to power. Oh, no. Who's who's using the Justice Department to go after political adversaries? What? Who? Who? It ain't Trump. Shit, Trump had four years to do it if he really wanted to, but he's doing this by the book. The proper way. And now we're seeing Joe Biden do exactly what they claim Trump is doing. He's got them nervous. Look at that. Cash Patel's comments on Steve Bennett's show has got them nervous. And you love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. All right. Liz Cheney. Speaking of nervous. Liz Cheney's considering a third-party presidential run to stop Trump from winning (laughs) dude this woman is just not giving up republican hillary clinton here just not giving up she got censored out of wyoming nobody likes her not even in her home state dick cheney's offspring is just as bad as he is oh man And then Bob Menendez over here. Check out this news. So the gold bars 
featured in Senator Bob Menendez's bribery case are linked to a 2013 robbery. Menendez must be so uh, such a liability that even NBC News is putting out these kinds of reports on him. Um, a business, businessman told police he was a victim of a robbery and asked them to recover 22 stolen gold bars. Some of the bars were found a decade later in Bob Menendez's home. Dude. <laughs> There's a picture of him. Swiss Bank Corporation. He loves gold. Gold from robberies. Man, is and this ass clown is still in Congress? Well, they kicked out that uh, George Santos guy. But is Menendez still in there? Man. Messed up priorities. All right. Electric vehicle news. Gotta love the climate change agenda. Green New Deal. Congress provided $7.5 billion for electric vehicle chargers. Built so far... Goose egg. None. None have been built. In 2021, the Biden administration agreed to spend $7.5 billion to build tens of thousands of electric vehicle chargers across the country, and zero have been built. Man. funny how so few people are buying electric cars so few people they were pushed so hard a few years ago by all these car companies as being the next best thing so advanced they're going to be great it's going to save the world you need to buy one and now these electric vehicles are just sitting on lots there there was a small rush you had the easily manipulated people who went out to buy them a couple of years back but now <clears throat> prices are falling because no one's buying them they're expensive even with the rebates you get they're expensive they're not built that well break all the time don't work in cold you only get a few hundred miles of range with them i i think I think electric vehicles are garbage. Freaking garbage. I mean, I would get like a... I would get a mountain bike, an electric mountain bike, or maybe a side-by-side -side that was that was uh, electric. Those could be handy. But if we're talking a vehicle, car, or truck, no. I'm not getting one of those electric. So. Mm. Womp womp. All right, border crisis. Per Customs and Border Patrol sources, there were more than 12,000 migrant encounters at the southern border yesterday, the highest single-day total ever recorded. This includes over 10,000 Border Patrol apprehensions of illegal immigrants among the highest daily totals for Border Patrol ever recorded. 12,000. And that's just the recorded ones. 
12,000 a day. Let's just say 10,000. 10,000 a day, every day, all year. Let me uh, add some zeros, carry the one. Three, mil three and a half million people a year. If we keep those numbers up. Come on, those are rookie numbers. We need those migrants in this country so they can join the military. And then we got a video. When was this video taken? Just last week in Arizona. There was a video taken of a human smuggler standing on the American side of the fence helping illegal immigrants get through the border wall. People just taking a video of it. Border Patrol agents. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Could have been a cartel dude. That's uh, that's border for you. Jeez. Insane what's going on down there. Insane. Um, trans agenda. This woman here, she is from the National Women's Law Center. She's arguing for transgender women, otherwise known as dudes. She's arguing for them to be in women's sports. This chick is the National Women's Law Center president. And she's arguing basically for the destruction of women's sports. And success in school sports depends on a whole range of factors, including how hard you work and coaching and access to really good resources and facilities. And trans students participate in sports for the same reason as their kids, because it is fun, because it creates belonging and community, because it teaches so much about persistence and leadership and, and discipline, unless they learn to lose gracefully hopefully she's got the voice of a raging narcissist they need to lose gracefully women need to lose gracefully to transgender people and you're the national women's law center president think you got your priorities a little mixed up there lady Man. All right. Over here in California, California is about to enact a law that fines businesses if they don't have a gender-neutral section, toy section for kids. So this law is kind of weird. I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. So this law only applies to businesses that have more than 500 employees, so relatively big businesses. And if these big department stores don't have the gender-neutral toy section or whatever, they get fined just a couple hundred bucks. We're talking big businesses, their fine is 500 bucks. It's like a pitifully small fine for giant businesses they're not gonna care they'll be able to pay it but gender neutral toys sections 
I mean, that's just the Lego section. I don't know. Girls can play with Legos. Boys can play with Legos. I don't know. Big deal. Whatever. It's California for you. California. I wish the government would just ban itself. And lastly, we got JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon, who is now backing Nikki Haley for president. Uh, Jamie Dimon says he would close down Bitcoin if he were the government. Well, <laughs> he basically is part of the government, just the shadow government but here, here's his uh his propaganda against bitcoin i've always been deeply opposed to crypto bitcoin etc you pointed out the only true use case for it is criminals drug traffickers anti-money laundering tax avoidance and that is a use case uh, because it is somewhat anonymous not fully and because you can move money instantaneously and because it doesn't go through as you mentioned all these systems have built up over many years Know your customers, sanctions, OFAC. It's, they can get bypass all of that. I, if I was the government, I... Oh, God, what an ass clown. So wrong. A lot of these exchanges do have know your customer processes. And he's saying the only true use cases for criminals, traffickers, money laundering. Um, dude, cash. Like what? If you're a criminal or a drug trafficker, why would you use crypto? I mean, some probably do, but it's on an open ledger blockchain, the transaction. Most criminals still use cash. Just can't track it. It's not on a it's not on the internet. There's plenty of other use cases for Bitcoin. Holy shit. What the hell? Let's reference the Canadian truckers a couple years ago who got their bank accounts shut down by the Canadian government. Bunch of them raised money with Bitcoin. FU centralized financial asshats like Jamie Dimon. I mean, I've pff, I've used crypto to uh, pay people before, especially international people. It would be a pain in the ass to send money to. So many use cases for Bitcoin. Oh, but now that Bitcoin's up to like freaking God up 50 60 percent in the past couple of months jamie diamond's got to go say these things screw you man screw you everything woke turns to shit <laughs> all right i won't forget the music today looks like the feed's been going all right tonight nice okay let's see Whiskey Blues Night. What's up, guys? Let me scroll through the chat here. If you have any questions or comments, drop them. What would happen to cash if they just started dropping trillions of dollars from helicopters for a month? Well, you should ask all the... Uh, Nazara quantum financial system believers that question because you listen to some of those guys and that sounds like what they expect. Everybody gets magic money dumped in their bank accounts. Quantum financial system gets activated. Whatever. 
Whatever, dude. Oh yeah, here's a good comment. Is that why Jamie Dimon and others like him were buying huge quantities of Bitcoin in 2021? Yeah, it's... You got these huge financial players. Banks and institutions on Wall Street. They'll buy shitloads of Bitcoin and then turn around and tell the public that Bitcoin bad. Yes, women need to lose gracefully to transgenders. Zero to a hundred. And they need to accept when they get a broken leg from the from the dude playing their sport. What is this? Israel Q or PSYOP? I don't understand that question. You've got to clarify. Need more words. More words, please. It's a good question, though. If we all became rich, who would produce and create? Well, if money... If we didn't have this economic, wage-slave, Babylonian money-magic system, where you had to, you know, work 40, 50 hours a week for the rest of your life, and all that shit, people would revert to doing what uh, just brings them joy. Create art, create music, create... Food, create, you know. It could be somewhat of a renaissance. You shouldn't lie, baby. No, no. To someone who loves you. And I do. Uh, what's up, Dal? Appreciate the rumble rant. Do I think Trump is softly introducing a dictatorship-style government coming in 2025? Gitmo arrests and strong action, a style that wouldn't have been accepted prior to Biden, admin BS. Um, my answer to that would be yes and no. I think no, Trump isn't softly introducing a dictator-style government because it wouldn't be a dictator-style government because he would have popular support. So, I agree with your sentiment in that Trump is softly introducing the ideas of strong action and retribution and whatnot, right? But if it comes with popular support, then it wouldn't be a dictatorship-stop government, right? So I agree with your sentiment, but not the wording. It wouldn't be dictatorship be something that everybody wants that you know a lot of people didn't realize they wanted or needed 
back in 2017, 2018, 2019. But now, after four years of Joe Biden, uh, people, a lot of people are coming around like, oh shit, yeah. I see now. Um, is Israel Operation Q or PSYOP? I'm still not understanding what your question is, really. I... Are you saying... Are, are you asking if Israel is behind Q? Because I would say no. don't think that Israel's behind Q. Women should sit out the competitions and let the boys play amongst themselves. No, I'm all, I'm all for women's sports. If they want to play in sports, go for it, right? But, and there shouldn't be transgender people in women's sports. They need their own league or play in the men's leagues. Either play in the men's leagues or start your own leagues. You know what I'm about. Equity, equality. Start your own league. Just turn the lights down low. But if women want to get paid the same that men do in sports, women need to get other women interested in women's sports. Most women just really don't care about sports. That's why women make less. Guys, I think it's silly how much they care about sports, but they care about sports a lot more than women do. So guys watch guys sports, thus more ads are sold, more tickets are bought, ticket prices are higher, etc. There's just as many women in this country as men. If women want to get paid equally, they need to stop complaining to men. They need to complain to women. Buy silver? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I like Bitcoin, I like gold and silver, but I don't think either of them are the end-all be-all. You've got, you've got people with their culty mentalities behind both of those things. You've got cult-like sentiment behind Bitcoin. You've got some people with cult-like mentality behind gold and silver. They're just tools. They're just exchange tools. And they each have pros, they each have cons. And there's some situations where they're also worthless as well. So you just have to Know what you're dealing with, and how to use it, and when not to use it.
trans people need their own divisions. Exactly. Q said save Israel for last. Do I think the white hats are behind this war? No. I don't think the white hats are behind this war. Nobody knows shit. Just be ready for anything. Indeed. I mean, if people are putting all their money into Bitcoin or all their money into gold and silver, then that's uh, too many eggs in one basket. I mean, if shit really hits the fan, what's that Bitcoin going to do for you? Or what's that gold or silver going to do for you? Ain't going to do jack shit. Have some tools on hand, supplies on hand. Invest in learning skills. Invest in preparedness supplies, and then with what you have left over, maybe put some of that into investments, Bitcoin, gold, silver, stocks, whatever, but I'm a proponent of um, other stuff first. problem with Bitcoin is that you need the internet for it. Problem with gold and silver is that it's quite heavy. Granted, gold by ounce worth much more than silver, so you can carry more around, more of a value around with less weight. But again, if you're in the shit, what's that gold and silver going to do for you? Be a paperweight when you could have been buying shovels and axes and firewood and ammo and fishing poles and water containment raised garden beds instead
So why do I not believe that white hats are not behind this war? Because it's war. If you're a patriot, if you're a good person, if you're trying to make the world a better place, why would your idea of making the world a better place fomenting war? Seems odd to me. Fake war though? What, you think everything you're seeing is CGI? shit going on over there in the Middle East. I don't be I mean, there's a fuckload of propaganda everywhere from both sides about it, sure. But, there is some real shit going on. And for decades, centuries, millennia, there's been wars and skirmishes between different tribes and peoples in that area of the world. Everybody and their preferred religion hating on other people with different preferred religions. I like this book. This book's better than your book. My book's better. You must die. Beliefs, man. Beliefs are a hell of a drug. And the way people whole life, their whole identity is consumed by a fucking belief, by a thought in their head. good comment cigarettes and booze will be a good trading commodity yeah if I mean we're talking like shit hits the fan here right which when I when I think of that I'm thinking in terms of like earth's pole shift solar flare in a few decades um, Cigarettes, booze, and coffee. Don't underestimate how many people are going to be dying for coffee and fiending for it. Also salt. Yeah, things like salt, flour. Medical supplies would be big too. And knowing how to use those medical supplies. Knowledge will be the uh, biggest commodity, but don't underestimate these other big basic essentials, basic things that uh people are going to be fiending for that you could trade with, man. 
you get like a woodshed and you stock some cigarettes and vodka and coffee in there. <laughs> You'll be the richest dude in your region. And get a vehicle that was made before 1980. That'll be a hell of a commodity. Vehicles without computers and electronic control units. Because those are EMP safe. That's what I want to get. I want to get a car with no ECU. Something from like the 70s. So it'll work even after an EMP or a giant solar flare. Granted, you gotta store gas. But when I read your letter this morning, that was on your place in bed. You would need a very good secure location to store the booze, cigs, and coffee. Yeah, and you would also have to resist the urge to, uh, Get high on your own supply. <laughs> Chat says you got a 66 Ford pickup. Nice. Back when Ford wasn't making gay trucks. I like this comment. Sovereignty. Seek, learn how, and live it. SHTF. Number one, skills. Number two, land. Number three, lead. Number four, food seeds. Number five, gold, silver, currency, and currencies. Instead of gold, silver, currency, I would say number five should be tools. You're gonna need a shovel and an ax and things like this. Make sure you have a backup for each of them too. If we're talking SHTF, a shovel and an ax will be worth a hell of a lot more than a ounce of gold.
we would all be better off if we stopped using cell phones and went to landlines. Eh, I don't know. In some regards, yes, but some regards, no. It's these fancy phones and social media apps, they are very helpful tools if you use them properly, use them in resourceful ways. So, I somewhat disagree with that, but I also kind of agree. Sometimes I think like, man, I just want to get rid of my smartphone and go back to a, not a landline, but a flip phone. Phone calls and text, and that's it. Sometimes I play around with that idea. Get rid of my smartphone. Get a uh, old school flip phone cell phone. But I'm addicted. I'm addicted to the apps. But also, GPS, maps, shit like that, so. You wouldn't be able to watch me. But I mean, just getting a flip phone cell phone, I'd still have my computers. Yeah, this is a good comment, something to think about. It would suck to get all stocked up for shit hits the fan, but then have to leave your place immediately. Which is why you hear a lot of people talk about bugging out. Like, bugging out is a bad idea. Try your best to bug in. Stay in one place. If you have to bug out, Prepare for that. Maybe get a uh, trailer and put some airtight, watertight storage containers filled with essential supplies on the trailer. And in any given moment, you can just back up your car, hook it up and leave if you need to. Like if you live in, I mean, that would just be a good idea if you live in wildfire territory. If you live in Western Montana, Right? During the summer, have a trailer ready to go, your bug out trailer, and wildfires coming in, just within a couple minutes, you could be gone and be able to sustain yourself for a few weeks or something. Or you could have your bug out bag or just bug out supplies. There's, there's things you can do to be prepared for any bug out situation, but that's uh, last resort. You want to try to stay if you can. There might be a situation where you can't stay, i.e. wildfire, natural disaster, something like that, but unless you're in the city, then you want to bug the fuck out. If you're in a big city, oh yeah. Uh, that'd be bugging. And then you can also um, 
strategize where I'm playing ahead. And your shit hits the fan plan. Okay. If I need to bug out, I'll go to family member's house. So I'm going to ask family member if I can store some stuff there or near their place or something. That's going to be option number two. If I can't stay here, option number two will be there. I already have some supplies stocked there in case. Yeah, move to high altitude for when the poles flip and have an underground bunker. Not a bad idea. Or at least know your location. Are there any cave systems next to you? Are there mines? I mean, you don't need an underground bunker. You just need to know if there's stuff around you. Where to go, how to get there. Chat says, I thought we were on the timeline that avoids the EMP lights out disaster. I don't know. How do we get on that timeline? I think, uh, I personally don't think it's something we can avoid. It's written into the cosmic cycles that every so often our sun, our earth, our solar system natural just like summer comes then winter comes and summer comes again it's just part of the cycle Same thing, our sun and earth have their own grander cycles. And one of the symptoms or effects of it is magnetic pole shift and possibly physical pole shift, along with our sun spitting out some energy and And a hell of a lot of people on this planet have no freaking clue what I'm talking about. Which is kind of terrifying, but then also you're like, oh, okay. Less competition. <laughs> so do you want them to know or do you want them to not know? <laughs> uh, thank you, Dal. I greatly appreciate that comment. You just want me to know that you appreciate my take on all these matters. 
My honesty and lack of desire to conform with the masses is noted. Indeed. I'm, much of what I say is opinion. I could be very wrong in a lot of what I say. I try not to be. But, tell you what, I won't bullshit you. I will give you my honest opinion, and I will be authentic doing so. Oh yeah, we're all just gonna bug out at Skinwalker Ranch. Totally, dude. Yep, mm-hmm. If the tsunamis don't get me, those skinwalkers will. East Seti Ranch is cool too. Yeah, but it's a little close to the ocean. And it's like two, three hours away from the ocean, but East Seti's only at like, what elevation is it at? About 2,000 feet? So I'd want to be a little higher up, a little further away from the uh, ocean. Plus it's kind of close to the Columbia River. So, yeah. I want to be a little further inland. Oh man, I've been talking for a while tonight. Alright guys. Uh, any last questions, comments, concerns, complaints? Drop them in the chat. Appreciate all you guys for hanging out with me for a while tonight. Well, I just rambled. We talked financial system, gold, silver, crypto. We talked shit hits the fan, prepping stuff. We talked trainees and sports. <laughs> Good chat tonight.